If you're looking for plump lips that last, you need to know about Juvederm Lip Fillers. With Juvederm Volbella XC and Juvederm Ultra XC, your lip look, whether it's subtle or bold, can last up to one full year with optimal treatment and no additional maintenance. Find a licensed specialist and see if it's right for you at Juvederm.com today. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Add fullness to lips in adults over 21 with Juvederm Volbella XC or Juvederm Ultra XC. Do not use if you have severe allergies or a history of severe allergic reactions, or if you're allergic to lidocaine or the proteins used in Juvederm. Tell your doctor if you have a history of scarring or taking medicines that decrease the body's immune response or that can prolong bleeding. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. As with all fillers, there's a rare risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. For full, important safety information, visit Juvederm.com. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. All right, so your SO knows that you are, like, obsessed with the show Taboo. And to the point where... They are constantly making jokes, making fun of you about how sexy you think Taboo is and how you're a fucking gross weirdo for thinking that Taboo is like the sexiest sex scenes in all of of TV. And they just won't drop it, right? And then you finally, after years, get them to start watching Taboo with you. But as you draw closer and closer to the, like, dream manipulation voodoo fireplace sex, like, it's just... it's it's building and it's getting closer and you know, it's coming and you're so excited. They like, literally you get to that scene and they're like, you know what? I don't have the energy for this tonight. Let's not watch it right now. And you're like, okay, fine. I can respect that. It's emotionally. It's a lot. So you put it aside. You guys never watch taboo again. You get right there and then never watch taboo together again. And they still continue to make fun of you for being sexually obsessed with taboo. What do you do? Same day shipping the show where we geek out about real love and fake relationships. I'm Colin. I'm Kelly. I'm Ryan. I'm Patrick. Man, it's okay. called edging. Yeah, that's what it is. I was just gonna <laughs> yeah. say. I was and just gonna say. I was just gonna say. Like a four episode over the course of weeks edge. Ugh. Yeah. So frustrating. And also, I think it's I think it's a 
fact that they go back to teasing you again, to be honest, is a good sign that... They know. No, I was going <laughs> to say they are... They're not into it. Yeah, so maybe you just need to <laughs> stop to trying to get them fair, to watch it. I know it's witchy and all that stuff, but it's also siblings, so I'm projecting a little. <laughs> but it's like, maybe you just... You let it go. Well, that I well here's the thing. You've the, been trying this, to let it go. In this scenario... Yeah, no, this is whoever, no, whoever no this, way is, this about. is based on any people. Okay, okay. <laughs> so the like this fake person that's like based off your friend. This fake yes. person who could never actually exist. Exactly. This person called FOMO. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Hey guys. Wow. Oh, wow. <laughs> no. <laughs> wow. Uh, that's fine. I don't need or this person doesn't need their SO to be into the very specific Tom okay. Hardy, like, you know, lost half brother sibling sex scenario. And also it's the it's like the voodoo aspect of it that makes it uh, additionally hot. I have a question for this fake person. Mm-hmm. I'll so, try to channel them. <laughs> I I don't want to be disrespectful to like what is this person's favorite fucking show? But is this show still airing? Or no, is it, one season. It was one season? Oh, okay. Yeah. So this is like really like Burn Too Bright, the show. This person wishes the show was still coming out, correct? Uh, oh, absolutely. I would watch. Uh, yes. Yeah. In they would watch it. I, they um, would watch it. Okay. And then my other question is that this person is, is the situation that like this person is fine, not like just having this be a show for them, but they just, uh, they're like, I get it. Like. Like, you don't need to keep making fun of me for it. Is that what it is? This person has tried desperately for, like, two years to, like, when the show came out, to let people know how great it was. Okay. Only to meet constant (laughs) disapproval and ridicule. Okay. For being into the show Taboo. Oh, right. Taboo. Here's the thing about Taboo. (laughs) Is it wasn't that long ago. I think it was in 2020 that it came. All of it was on Hulu. It was no longer, like. Still out? I think it is still available on Hulu. Mm-hmm. Okay, I'll and watch it. I also did not make it past the four episode thing that Colin. I never got to any weird voodoo sex because it is a very dirty show. Okay, mm-hmm. that, and not in a sexy way, like in a dirt. Like everyone's covered in soot. Yes. Oh, so you're concerned? It's it has just the not same fun. aesthetic it's as not- like um, what was the one? It, it looks like Hemlock Grove, but dirtier even. Ooh, and. I so I think if they had front loaded the voodoo sex earlier, because I also never got to the voodoo sex and I tried, I tried to watch so. Yeah, but you I, never, you didn't even see the shark in the Meg. So like, what what am I trying to t- convince you? I for? didn't see the shark. Is that your revisionist history of how <laughs> I? T- you turned yeah, it you off. You closed because... your eyes during that scene and because no, you, you, t- you blinked. The shark. Oh, the shark scene was the so shark. Short. You think the I shark didn't like the Meg scene? because I didn't. See the shark? Your whole argument like, against the Meg is that the shark wasn't does, visible in right. the first it takes shark attack. A long, yes, it takes. Well, no, it's that the shark doesn't kill anyone for way too long, and then even when it does, it barely kills people. It does not kill <laughs> enough. So you're right. It's it is a similar. You're sorry. I'm sorry for teasing you. That was a very apt uh, comparison because yes, it's the same thing. Of like, let's get to it. I'm right. here. If I'm here for voodoo sex. Give me voodoo sex, not boring funerals. Well, and that might be that might be this person's fault, because if this person went around for years just saying like, oh, you got to watch Taboo. It's got brother, sister voodoo sex. 
You got to watch Taboo. It's got brother, sister, voodoo sex. Like there is a lot more to the show than that. Yeah, it's a, it's about think, like coming back home yeah. and having to deal with political business issues. Mm, there's, <laughs> there's a there's, lot of business ugh. issues. Okay, here's, here's what I got to say. It's a land dispute over a Canadian island. That's yes, what yes, the show the is actually dry. about. So, so dry. much of it is about the land dispute at the beginning. And the weird relationship with the sister that you, yeah, you could just write that off, except then it's more land dispute stuff. <laughs> you know what? I think, I think it's, a, okay, I think you didn't tag your fanfic correctly. You should have put slow burn. Yes. Okay. Because. Yeah. People got to know that going in. People, well, yes. yes. If you had sold it, and again, I'm not in your scenario. I'm just a person who had a parallel situation. <laughs> but, but I think. If if I if you had said it's like it's weird voodoo sex, but it like builds, it's slow. So you have to kind of like watch closely as it slowly builds mm-hmm. into that. Mm-hmm. I think that's a different, but that's not how you've been selling it on this podcast for several years. Right. You've been selling it as like super hot voodoo sex. Yeah. Have you seen Crimson Peak, Colin? <gasps> I haven't, but I've heard oh. interesting <gasps> things about I it. I have it on Blu-ray if you want to borrow it. It is extremely up your alley. Okay. Yeah, I think you'll like it. All right. And it doesn't take that long to get to the good stuff. No. So that cuz I was thinking of like a thing with similar vibes that like is the thing it's selling. Mhm. Um you like Guillermo del Toro, right? You I do. absolutely love Guillermo del Toro. You'll love it. You'll love Great. it. Just just Great. for the set design alone you'll love it. Excellent. That's so cool. Yay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You can totally borrow it. I have well, it. I think that's and I'm going to if it's okay, I know I hate lending a Blu-ray that uh, that's been loaned to you, but Maybe I can lend it to the person who is from this scenario and they can watch that with their SO and uh, that oh, can right. be like a little silver medal. Yeah. Well, and, then, and, and then they can experience it for the first time together. Yeah. Yeah. That's also huge because when you're watching something that you know someone yes. loves with them, it's impossible. Oh, some people are cool. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Some people are but chill, but I don't think anyone some on people this have podcast straight is up cool. No chill. Yeah. Yeah, I don't think any of us are chill. And so I don't think it's fun for anyone to watch our favorite thing with No, because we spend the whole time looking at them uh-huh. to make sure they're laughing at the right jokes. Yeah. Yep. Yep. And yep. That or like making right sure shit. they're not on their fucking phone. Yes. How dare you be oh, yeah, on your phone during you... my favorite show yeah, yeah. that I've crazy. seen so many times I could do it with my eyes closed. Like yeah. you're, if you're on your phone, you're not even going to see the band, marching band member crash their cymbals right when the horse is trying to jump off of the high dive. <laughs> <laughs> Um, if you're for, yeah for welcome back to Roswell, I literally make Patrick stay on the phone with me while we watch. <laughs> what? Are you for real? We yeah, don't watch the episode really separately. That's really we watch good. them together. Mm-hmm. No, that's really really good. That's a well, really good way to do it. Uh, can I just say, uh, Patrick? She trusts me enough to watch uh, Veronica Mars by myself. <gasps> oh, Dirty wow. Laundry is out. Um, uh, uh, Colin, we uh. are now my nemesis. Oh, How dare you? I am your. Here we go. Everybody wants to know who's your foe for October. (laughs) Okay. Still October. (laughs) 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 Listen, we all like to make little songs to just let the time go by. Mm -hmm. Look, it's not November. No. It's October. October. Mm-hmm. Happy uh, October. Mm-hmm. Happy October, everybody. We are in week two of October. Um, and so this foe is F O E, like an enemy. Mine enemy. Mine enemy. <laughs> is that from Les Mis? 
Uh, no, it's just from whatever. Just from screwing around. It's just oh, wow. from having fun with their friends. Wow, you guys are such goofs. I know. We're so random. Um, okay. So who has an octfober ship? I have two foes <gasps> who become it is like a uh you know, enemies to lovers kind of scenario. Uh-huh. But they don't they don't become lovers canonically. I think I'm okay with where their relationship goes. But right. if you guys want to help me push it along to a romance, I'm very open to that. Okay. Okay. So my former foes are Jesse Pinkman and Mike Ermintrout from Breaking Bad. Interesting. Okay. I love the evolution of their like friendship and business yeah. partnership and like the constant drama of Mike trying to get Jesse away from the horrible influence of Mr. White and yeah. like Yeah. Then post Gustavo, like how they like they he's desperately trying to get Mike to stay in the business and Mike is like, yeah. This is gonna fucking kill us all and then it like pretty much does. Oh yeah. it's great. Oh man. Have you watched any Better Call Saul? Yes, I love that uh, show. Yeah, I feel like the stuff you get with Mike in that only makes the. I mean, it's all in line with what Mike becomes because it's a mm-hmm. prequel. But mm-hmm. it really, in you know, it's not the kind of prequel that is annoying. It's the kind of prequel that just makes you love a character even more, and you're like, oh, Mike. Yeah, yeah totally. And it's it's so he's such a good actor and such a cool character. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and like they're very like loyal to the tone of him but like seeing him as a main character is uh very very satisfying because you know in breaking bad they build mike ermintrout out like Mm -hmm. up and up and up but by the time he's like main character status it's time for them to murder him you know yeah yeah Mm. well because he starts out like super like he's just known as like the cleaner right yep yeah or like mike the cleaner or something like that Mm -hmm. yeah it takes a long time like that's some slow burn shit right there yeah yeah Oh, yeah. Oh, man. I like Mike. And he Me loses too. He loses his fucking little buddy. His, like, murder mm-hmm. pal gets killed by Gustavo. And then he's like, well, I need a new little murder buddy, but not this fucking asshole. I know. You know, yeah. he doesn't want to hang out with Jesse, but he has to because those, you know, them's the orders. And he learns to, like, he learns to love him. And he's like, okay, this kid does have value. And... If he learns from the right murder guys, he can be a good murderer. Well, and he also has the backstory, which I think we know in like shaded ways, but then becomes more explicit in Better Call Saul of his son, who essentially he got his son killed through mm-hmm. his counsel. Like, yeah. He gave mm-hmm. his son advice, and because of the advice he gave his son, his son was murdered. So, like, there's also that piece, too, of like he's been the reason that. You know, young men, you know, should you trust a young man in his care? Can he trust himself to be a guide to anyone? Right. Oh, yeah. That's so sad. Which is why he's so hesitant. Right. Mm-hmm. But then also he wants it so bad because there's this hole in his heart forever. Mm-hmm. He's so he's so um, angsty. Yes, he is angsty. Like, I don't know if I could read a book in his POV. Oh, my God. I would get heartburn. <laughs> it would, just it would be, be so like much. 20 pages long, though, because he wouldn't say anything. Yeah. yeah, I'm trying to think from Breaking Bad. I could read it in one in Sal- Saul's point of view because he's such a like he's goofy enough that it would be fun yeah. and diverting. Mm-hmm. I don't think I could read one in Walter Wright's POV. No, I would be disgusted. I'd need a break. I don't think I could read one in Jesse Pinkman's POV. There'd be no, so that's much like 400,000 pages. That would I just know. be like reading a book that I 
wrote and then didn't ask anyone to edit for me. <laughs> I'm into it. I would read that. With more like weird like street slang. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. Um, uh, I like that though. That's yeah, cool. That's I, I like that too. It, it 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 makes me sad then to think about like because Mike uh, is killed and then yeah. like you know we we got that uh, the uh, is it called Camaro the uh, El Camino El Camino, El Camino. That's right. Camaro I, I knew uh, it was a car <laughs> GTO. what's it called a uh, Ford Fiesta <laughs> <laughs> was that a Pontiac Aztec <laughs> I mean that one actually tracks <laughs> that one yeah that one would have been yeah. Um, but that like Jesse's life post Breaking Bad sucks. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. Really bad. Well, his well life even at the during end... Breaking Bad sucks. No, that's true. Yeah. <laughs> he's he's never really think, had yeah. it good. I don't you think know, he's ever just when, like taking it easy. Remember when he got kidnapped? Oh Jesus, <laughs> Jesus yeah. Christ! Yes. And then they fucking killed his girlfriend in front of him because he was. <sighs> oh, God, that fucking show gets that show gets pretty brutal. It yeah. does get very brutal. I need very something cruel. light. I need something lighthearted like Taboo. To- <laughs> Taboo. You know what? I want to watch Taboo, and I'll let you know how. I'll let your friend know how I how yeah. I feel. About so okay, it. so it is super slow. No, just to totally backtrack, but it is super slow burn. Got to warn you. I've been told. Thank you for. <laughs> but one of the most yeah. fascinating things is so he's like he's this fucking Cockney tough guy who just like beats people into submission into doing his very complicated crime plan <laughs> and the best thing about it is he like beats up a scientist and makes him like build a fucking explosives factory for him what? where people are forced to 24 hours a day stir enormous vats of uh nitroglycerin or the whole place will explode by this hand. is like some it's, serious, like super villain shit. Like it this is. is like, wow. Yeah, it's really good. Yeah. Uh, side question: Has the guy in the scenario ever watched Peaky Blinders? Oh, oh yeah. he tried, and uh, it was a bit too cheeky for him. Oh, you know, I I also tried Peaky Blinders, but I couldn't stay interested. But everyone loves it, so maybe I'll try it again. Mm. Hey, life's too short to watch shit you don't like. That's yeah, true, actually. That is true. I want to. I want to finish. Uh, I want to finish Hemlock Grove so I can get to the like Hollywood twenties sort of American vampire uh, season that they just did. Oh, I haven't watched Hemlock Grove, but heard wait, good do things. you mean Penny Dreadful? Penny Dreadful. That's or what Penny I Dreadful. Meant. I mean, that's what I, I also meant. heard Penny Dreadful is slow though. It is, but I like it, and it's okay. got very sexy, uh, very sexy sex in it. So wait, before when you were talking about Hemlock Grove, you, were you thinking about Hemlock Dreadful? Because uh, Hemlock Dreadful. Grove, I think we all watched it. It was, ba- it was back when Netflix didn't oh, release wait. things yeah, that often. It was real yes. shit. Yes. <laughs> we, we watched <laughs> the, the transformation scene. Oh, yes. The yeah, tra- the transformation say, was the tra- awesome. Yeah, that it was worth that 30 seconds of airtime. Sure. But yeah, no, Hemlock Grove was not good. Okay, was yeah, that, that was Eli No, Roth Penny Dreadful is way better. I think so. Wow. How the mighty have fallen. <laughs> I think it was just a stumble. I think he's doing okay. Mm, I don't know how he'll come back from that. <laughs> like ten years ago. Man. I just, I don't know. I just. <laughs> he just needs to, uh, another bit part in a Quentin Tarantino movie, and then he'll be fine. Oh yeah, that's oh, true. Lord. Oh goodness. Uh, does anyone else have a October um, uh, ship? I've got one I want to try out because okay. I don't. I I think I like this, but I don't know for sure. Try it. <laughs> So the film The Other Guys mm-hmm. with Mark Wahlberg and Will Ferrell. Mm-hmm. Yes. 
they're cops who are like uh not the main cops right like there's uh it's who who is it? it's like uh um shit it's samuel L. jackson it's, and it's not bobby cassavetes or cannavale no but it's mm. it's the comedy guy him. like that rob riggle oh good mm-hmm. call. yeah oh um, the lowest of the robs as i call him uh. Okay, Dwayne, sure. Oh, The Rock is in it too. I think The Rock is the super. Oh cop. yeah, you're right. You're right. The Rock's the super cop, but Rob Riggle and Damon Wayans Jr. are like next in line. I'm looking at Wikipedia. Don't think I'm not that smart. But <laughs> I think it's Samuel L. Jackson and Dwayne Rock Johnson are like That's the right. actual superstars, and then Rob Riggle and Damon Wayans Jr. are like the superstars in waiting. Yeah, I and, see. And when The Rock and Samuel L. Jackson die. Mm-hmm. Is the fucking funniest thing in like all <laughs> of movies ever. It's so fucking good. They take a running jump towards the edge of a building because they're gonna like chase after some bad guys, yeah. and they just hit the cement and die <laughs> <laughs> to the tune of a uh, hero by uh, the Foo Fighters. It's awesome. Oh my god, that's they were okay. aiming for the bushes. Yeah. <laughs> But so uh, uh, Terry, who's Mark Wahlberg's character, and Alan, who's Will Ferrell's character, are uh, sort of relegated to investigating a more boring crime in New York City. Um, and the their like target for all of this is this dude, uh, Dave Ershon, who is played by Steve Coogan. Um, mm-hmm. And he's he's like a he's a like a money guy. Right. He's moving money around. And it's all it's all really about like, you know, investments and dark money and uh, how, you know, uh, everything is fucked because of these like levels of corruption and amounts of money that you could never even understand. Um, Mm -hmm. And it all kind of flows through uh, Urshan, who is this like uh, sort of con man. He's in like debt to everyone. Um, But so they go to his office to like try to confront him on it. And he keeps like deflecting them by like offering them tickets to like uh, a a show on Broadway or like they, they get, (laughs) um, they get like uh, cucumber water or whatever, and like he just subtly charms them every time they come in, and they have to like storm into his office like three times in a row before they actually like start asking him questions. Amazing. But I'm like, what if one time they go in and like are, they start asking questions? He tries to like give them some uh, cucumber water, and they're like, "It's not going to work this time." And he's like, "How about these tickets?" And they're like, "They're it's not going to work this time." And then Urshan like starts to unbutton his shirt. Mm-hmm. Okay. 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 And then they all just get into it. That's cool. I like that. Yeah, and then they like have the same like shake at the end. They're like, "Oh shoot!" We oh were shoot! We should be asking you questions. Yeah, yeah. They were okay. still distra- Ended up being distracted. That's fine. Yeah, yeah. I yeah. like it. I like that. That's my faux ship. Nice, cool man. Uh, anyone cool, else cool. have a faux, an octfober ship? I have one. Okay, it's. I mean, these are just classic. I feel like. AO3, I have not checked, but I assume AO3 is inundated Oh, <laughs> with this. It's just, it's so spicy. How could it not be? Truly, because these are such enemies that are so obsessed with each other and their obsession with each other has now kind of like, like that coding as like an obsessive relationship has mm. now kind of been commented on in the thing itself. Mm-hmm. Um. Or in things that are canon because there's, like, a multitude of uh, media that is, like, a part of this IP. And that is the Joker and Batman. Mm -hmm. They just got to, you know, look, they're obsessed. 
They're so obsessed. And I guarantee you that there is like a shit ton of AO3, like, you know, enemies to lovers, like, how could I be attracted to them sort of thing. Do you have that- a specific Batman and a specific Joker? Because I'm trying to picture this. Interesting. Okay. Yeah, that's, that, that's good. I wasn't yeah. thinking of like a of cinematic. Okay. Because I would say, honestly, is even though Heath Ledger himself is a hot man, I would say that comics Joker is significantly hotter than any oh. cinematic Joker. Yeah, mm-hmm. no. Okay, here's what I, who I'm thinking. I was thinking of Batman and Joker, and, and this is already kind of touched on and kind of discussed in this, but from Harley Quinn, the show. Okay. Yes. Yeah, totally. Um, 100%. Because it, it is a very, like, you know, they, they play off of that where it's kind of like, oh, their one true love is their own obsession with this yep. person. And um, and in the chase of of this person, not in having, because there's a point where Joker has Batman and he's like, I'm so bored. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And um, so I think, like, it's a very, you know, cat and mouse situation where they're always constantly like trying to best each other and everything they do is for the other do you really feel that way about batman i think batman likes to think that he's like equal opportunity for all villains but you know that everything he's doing he's like is joker involved yeah you know he's always like thinking about joker at some point he's not as overt as Joker, like, because Joker, right? Everything the Joker yeah, does. Yeah, Joker is obsessed. Yeah, he's Joker like, is this expressly. Is he's also yeah. obsessive in a different way. Like, the way Batman yes. obsesses about things is much more broody. It's yeah. much well, more like, and, I'm going to look through the files. Of yeah, and Joker. clinical and measured and slower. And, and that Batman impulse of, like, is the Joker involved is because mm-hmm. he fucking knows that this dude is going to show up everywhere. And yeah. he's fun. Like, let's be honest. Like, sure. The oh, Penguin is yeah. not that fun. The Riddler's kind of annoying. Like, yeah. Joker at least is going to keep Batman on his toes because he's so different. Yeah. And because he, he's, he's especially going to keep Batman on his toes because all of his like ploys are specifically for Batman. Whereas right. like I feel like the Riddler is like, I want to ask questions. <laughs> like, <laughs> you Wait, know, what, like, it, people, what is he like? <laughs> he's like, you've got to know the answer. And. <gasps> I feel I feel like all of the other people, right? Like Mr. Freeze is like my wife. And <laughs> he's the original Borat. He's the yeah, original he, has Borat. The, he has the Borat of the DC universe. Yeah. And like like Riddler is just like I'm super smart. And <laughs> you already did the Riddler. He was oh, like, yeah. I have questions. Oh yeah, oh yeah. He's like, I have questions. And then, you know, Penguin is like Quack, quack, quack. Quack, quack, quack. <laughs> I mean, I do think this is interesting because don't you have a Batman OTP? With Batman? I Selena thought. Kyle? Yeah. <sighs> Selena's endgame, dog. Okay, okay. So this I is think, a diversion. Because oh, I don't the, think Selena would share Batman with Joker. She would just be like, oh, I don't have time. Goodbye. Doesn't Selena literally kill the Joker to get him out of Batman's life? In in what I, I don't. Or you just say that that's how this would play out? Mm. Oh no no! I thought that was a I thought that was a uh, I thought that was a storyline in the comics a few years ago. Oh I don't know I might have missed that one. I might be misremembering. Yeah I, um, I mean they uh, Batman and Catwoman got or almost got married and then mm-hmm. didn't. Yes, mm-hmm. but like I don't know that that story hasn't been resolved yet. So no no say on. Well, let's know. kill. The, maybe, maybe this was a uh, maybe this was a fic that I'm 
<laughs> I'm conflating. <laughs> We've all done it. I mean, maybe are, are you conflating it a little bit with like Mask of the Phantasm Batman, where uh, um, uh, Andrea uh, Andrea uh, is the is the Phantasm and she's going to kill the Joker? I wasn't, but I do love that. I do love that movie. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, I th- I don't think this is this is not this is just like hot and dirty, and I mm-hmm. think it happens mm-hmm. often. Yeah. Like I think, but always with each of them being like, I can't believe I like fell for their shit again. You know? Yeah. Like they are not proud of what has occurred, but what then would- it keeps fueling them to follow each other too because they're addicted to each other. Oh yeah. yeah, there's no there really is no breaking the breaking the cycle. I don't think, and you know as as fans do we really want them to no no i don't want them to be healthy (laughs) no so yeah that's that's mine it's good it's a classic it's classic and i'm sure i I bet if i look right now it'll be the most popular batman fic Mm -hmm. okay who else has got one i got one okay so i was gonna recycle one and then i thought okay i'm just gonna because i feel like guys i've talked about so many of my ships on this show and I want to still be passionate about the things I talk about. So I'm going to step into a, a an area that I don't tend to because I don't I know for a fact none of you have read this book. <laughs> um, but I think I've done it a couple times. It's from um, a series called the McLeod series by Shannon McKenna and they're romance novels. But they're like very like there's usually evil shadowy figures. Oh, cool. And it's, so it's romantic suspense. So it's usually... Um, most of the time it's like a bad at there's well the McLeod brothers uh, that's not serious but it's like the <laughs> it's like these like guy these guys were like raised off the grid so they have like these skills to fight and then usually it's like a semi innocent woman comes into their path and then they have to protect her okay. uh, but then also she comes in her own and so in starting with the first book in the series and the one I'm gonna talk about is book six but starting with the first book of the series there's this mysterious figure, Tamara. And and when we first meet her, she's sleeping with the evil guy or the semi-evil guy who turns out to be not as evil, but whatever. She's sleeping with the villain, the antagonist of the story. Um, But she turns out she's using him to get information to use against a bigger villain. And she has this thing where she makes, um, she's a craftswoman who makes Mm. uh, jewelry that can be used as weapons. So in the first (laughs) like five books of the series, in like a big moment, one of the main girls will use what Tam gave them to uh to like defeat, you know, to to stab someone in the eye or like spray uh like poison dust or something. <laughs> From their boutonniere like, like the Joker. Exactly. Oh, this sounds awesome. Oh no, yeah, this book great. series is really good. Like I, I highly recommend it. Um but Tam is kind of so like we go through all the McLeod brothers. Check, check, check. And all of them are so intimidated by Tam. So, like, she is beautiful, yada, yada, yada. And, like, you know she probably can fuck real well. But, sure. like, all the guys are, like, even the, like, horniest ones are, like, I would net. Like, she's scary. I, she's, like, too, she's too much woman for me. Oh, I face couldn't. your fears, guys. Come and on. And she's also, like, yeah, I'm too much woman for you. Don't worry about <laughs> it. And she also kind of has, like, I think she's bisexual. Like, but, like, I'm not remembering if she calls herself Pan or Bi, but like she also usually like connects more with the women in the previous stories, like not necessarily trying to get them away from their, you know, their true love or whatever, but more just like she's like, you have power that 
has nothing to do with him. I'm going to give you this weapon, but you need to use it when you need it because you're the only person you could depend on. Yeah. Like yeah. she's wow. just like, she just empowers them. And like I said, they usually get to use, you know, do a little poison puff when it matters at the end. <laughs> she's um, like, you have power, but more importantly, you have <laughs> options. Yeah. 100% that she would get a tattoo of that, except she wouldn't get a tattoo because sometimes she has to go undercover and she needs uh, to have no marks. Uh, yeah. But anyway, so she's like, the when you're reading the first few books, you start to wonder like, oh, is she going to hook up with one of the McLeod brothers? Like, I don't know that any of these boy- these men can handle her. I don't know if they're enough. Oh, because they're not. And in book <laughs> six of the McLeod series, you meet Val Janos. Um, Val Janos? Val Janos. Val Janos. I, th- I think he's Ukrainian at some point. Okay, he definitely so sounds like he's from Star Wars. Okay, so maybe he seems like Val Janos. I don't know. <laughs> um, but he... Okay, so t- and Tam like lives in a compound in the woods of like outside Seattle, like in the mountains. And so like she does not meet a lot of men. She does adopt a ch- little girl from a um organ harvesters. These books are really fun. Um, <laughs> she adopts a little girl who was going to be harvested for her organs. Um so she does like that's the first like softness we see other than her giving the weapons to the other women but she has like so you see that she she does like value other people it's not just taking care of herself and you know letting the world burn around her Mm -hmm. but Val is hired to deliver her to the bad guys the bad guys that she's been investigating Val Janos but as he gets to know her and gets to know her daughter he like kind of falls in love with her but he but he has like one friend and that friend is going to be fucking murdered if he doesn't deliver Tam to him. So they end up, so the whole book, well, most of the book is like the two of them, like he's investigating her and then she figures out that she's, he's investigating her and he gives her half truths of what he's doing. And it's this very cat and mouse thing, but it's kind of the only way that she's able to really like let down her guard in any way with somebody to be with them but she also the whole time it's like she'll fuck him but with like a knife to his throat Ooh, mm. I don't remember if that literally happens but that's figuratively what's happening the whole time like she will only connect with him romantically or sexually if she feels like she has complete power over him because mm-hmm. otherwise she feels weak but mm-hmm. at the same time he's like a super alpha guy and he's like no I have power too we must share and she's like we shan't share I'm Tam and he's like oh, I'm Val Janos um, <laughs> Val Janos I love it he goes by Val you don't have to say the Janos part all the time I like um, it I, I, I think you do too. <laughs> I mean there is an audiobook of this Colin you could listen to it it's Those... very good um, it's called Ultimate Weapon it's book six in the McLeod series but they're good like foes to like definitely they're not enemies to lovers, but they're definitely opposing each other. And mm. then they have to figure out how to work together and then, you know, almost die. And of course, I think jewelry does help. <laughs> In these books, usually jewelry is like good to have. Sometimes it's really obvious. Like it'll be like a hairpin that is really sharp. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that, those are kind of weak. That but- one's, yeah, that one's. <laughs> she actually just bought that. And I think one of the ones, one of the first ones is like, uh, like a poison pill that you oh. like it's a necklace but if you bite into it it's poison. That's cool. That's cool. So but you got to she- trick you got to somehow trick your enemy into biting your necklace. Yes, or to kiss you right after you do it and then hope that 911 that someone will get to you and say Oh, you so before. you just do a double poison and roll the dice poison. that 
Only or you 50% just, um, of you people have an die. Antidote necklace. You bite it and you spit in their mouth. <laughs> mm. Yeah, that would work. So but hard. you still have it in your <laughs> mouth. But mm. yes, that also you just get poop, 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 poop. Yeah. Get it all out. Um, or you could smash it and then rub their tongue on the. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, this is all. So yeah, this baby, is a pretty, let me rub your this tongue. This is like a. Uh, this is a straight up like Fifty Shades kind of book series. Yeah. I mean, I, every it is scenario not... you just described is a a lifestyle sort of scenario. I, okay, I would say these books do not explicitly have like they wouldn't be in the um, BDSM section of the bookstore. They're in the romance section, but there's definitely a lot of like sex and a lot of power dynamics in okay. sex and also a lot of like rom it's romance novels so they're very much not like <laughs> sorry <laughs> like real people um, um patrick is being disruptive patrick is being really disruptive <laughs> valjanos.wordpress.com oh it's somebody writing about their real life yeah it's just someone's is- blog Okay, my name Valjanos. <laughs> That's just a guy. Okay, summer is coming. The Valjanos. What if you found out that I just made up this whole book series and I'm pitching it to you? This is <laughs> I'm gonna write six books, and the sixth book will be called Ultimate Weapon. And I just invented all of that. We I were just so, trying to see if we would like it. If you, did you, if, did you guys scroll down on Val Janice's WordPress to yeah. see the lobster macaroni? I saw the lobster thing. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. Did you immediately when you were scrolling through think those were big red? dicks <laughs> no i thought they were big hot dogs but i can see how that bottom left one looks like a big red dick the yeah, one on the the on. one on the right it's like thorax screamed penis head to oh, me oh i see what you're saying see the one on the left the thorax is 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 penis um, we will include a link to all of this in the show notes <laughs> val janice's like- wordpress website is going to be blowing the fuck <laughs> He's up not although gonna know what to do i just want to say to our uh has not really updated since 2014 so oh yeah it looks like but if you guys are if uh listeners are going to blow this website up just just please be kind you know no reason to attack val janos for having i don't think our accidentally appeared on our website i don't think our listeners would do that right like if you would then you're not a good person right yeah and honestly this was this website is made as part of a class project i scrolled all the way to the bottom Oh my goodness! So Val is off living her life. Moved on. She's moved on. Okay. Wrote an article about medical marijuana and children. Oh. Also wrote there's so yeah this is like a lot. Wow they they did a lot of work on this for yeah it was a good it was a good project. Good project. But if you good want project. to know more about Tam and Val Janos of the <laughs> <laughs> McLeod Brothers series. It is the book is called Ultimate Weapon. I recommend all the books in the series, but if you want like the specific kind of and it's like I said, the other ones are more like a fairly normal girl and then like a guy with like super soldier skills. Mm-hmm. But if you want like a super badass chick, I want a I want Ultimate a valid adventure. I'm gonna start yeah. with book six on my uh, my Audible account. All right, done. Oh, yeah. Do it. Tell cool. me. Oh, tell yeah. me what you think. I will. Uh, um, do we have- sh- oh, yeah. Should we take a, a question from Twitter? Let's Absolutely. How uh, how can people reach out to us if they want to have their questions read and answered on the show? Well, they can tweet to us. We're at Shipple Dips. That's Shipple Like Nipple and Dips Like Nips. Or they can email us at show at gmail.com. Uh, so this one comes to us from Lighthouse Torch. Um, it's a hypothetical. Mm. First of all, just want to say that SDS is the light of my life. You guys never fail to make yeah. me laugh. 
Even when the world is aflame, I truly can't thank you guys enough for this podcast. Thank you. Love to you. Um, as a listener who has been listening since Hellmouthy days, shout out to Punch Mouth Ma- Punch Mouth Master. <laughs> Hell yeah. There have been many times I wanted to write in on a topic or ship. My awkwardness prevented me from doing this for some time. But recently, I read a Reddit post asking for relationship advice, which I was, it shocked me to my core. I beg of you, please discuss it, because this is the wildest thing I have ever read. Um, guys, they then included a link to the am I the asshole about the bird the bird boyfriend who sleeps in a nest of dirty clothes <gasps> which I think we di- we discussed this off mic at length but I don't think we ever got did into it on the show one? did we I think we did didn't we we no, talked wait, about we? rats yeah we talked I think about- it might have been a hot take all right, but we can break it down. I mean, Let's we can, break it down. Can, Let's break it down. Right. Yeah, and we could see. And someone, if you're a listener and you remember, we talked about it on. You can hear if if we've changed in 2020. Mm. If the loneliness of uh, <laughs> 2020 has made it so I'm now open to uh, a dirty clothes nest. Turns out, no. Well, the, I would the, still the, rather yeah. sleep the, alone yeah. than sleep Same. in uh, a nest of dirty clothes. Well, well if premise- I remember correctly, you are not allowed to sleep in his nest with him. Are you? Oh. No, he makes he makes an addition. He lets you sleep in, and it stinks. Yeah, I don't <laughs> want to sleep among anyone's dirty clothes because they smell. Right, but he, he also he... seems to believe you don't have to wash it, which to me is a crime. <laughs> that is the worst part of it. If you're going to sleep in a nest, like here's what I would do. But this this boyfriend, the dirty nest boyfriend, um, and for those of you who don't know, it's a am I the asshole? where your boyfriend refuses to sleep on a bed, but you're welcome to sleep on a bed because he can only sleep in a nest of his own dirty laundry, which he refuses to wash because uh, he thinks he's they not don't get wearing dirty. It. He's not wearing yeah. it. So they he thinks it doesn't dirty. get dirty because you're just sleeping in it, which yep. to me, I'm like, what was happening at home when you were a child? I'm it, concerned. It could be yeah. something like that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, I, I, you got to buy him a love sack. You got to just end it. <laughs> yeah, are I you think kidding that's right. me? This I, is insane. Okay, it is insane, but I do think that there are all kinds of couples and all kinds of ways to live, and sure. there are people who live in two different homes. Mm. So I think you just never yeah. live together. That's just yeah. not on the table. And so if you need a partner that you live with, then this is not the guy. But like, I, if your hygiene otherwise isn't troublesome, I don't really care what you do when I'm not around. Right? Yeah, but my here's my concern, right? If this, then what else? So, like, yes. if yeah. this guy thinks that, like, not washing sheets slash clothes. The clothes that he sleeps on top of. Like, then what else is he, does he think is okay? Right. You know? Okay. Yeah, yeah. What about you're dating someone and they don't believe in top sheets? What's a top oh, sheet? Oh, so they get their duvet dirty all the time? Yeah, but they don't wash their duvet weekly. They wash their duvet like once a season because they read oh. somewhere that you can wash your duvet once a season, which is too long. But mm. I'm just saying. They, okay. They wash their duvet like once every three months. You're not going to catch me in that stinky ass bed. But yeah, would you not date bed. someone because that's because they choose to sleep in a smelly bed when you're not around? How, they don't have any self-respect. I don't have time. Wow. Kelly. <laughs> well i think i think the real question comes down to is so they can sleep in their nest and you can sleep in your bed will they fuck outside of the nest <gasps> you have to go to the nest to fuck uh, this is my question 
I'm sorry, but somebody who sleeps in a fucking nest bed that they don't wash, their fucking business is going to be nasty as hell and never mm-hmm. fucking washed. I am not. Okay, what if put, they have like a sex that. towel? That what? they just lay over. That it's like an oversized beach towel that they lay over the nest. And they'll and, wash that after. Interesting. But their interesting. area. What about their fucking. Their ball his, What about this guy's dick and balls? He takes showers. Does yeah. he? Does he clean his ass crack? Yeah, because he takes his body outside. And clearly that's the issue with how things get dirty. <sighs> I don't <laughs> Does know. he clean his I... ass crack, though, is a legitimate question. And I would say probably not. Well, yeah, and honestly, that's a question. He's probably one of the guys who thinks it's gay. Who thinks it's gay? Yeah, there are guys who think it's gay to clean it's, their ass. It's crap. the funniest. It's the funniest argument, and it. <laughs> I'm serious. It fucking kills me. I dated a guy that did that. Uh, and Wait, it's the same it the guy same that guy? read those no! fucking storylines. You're right. Again, Kelly, you crack? think you're saying bad things about this guy, and I'm I, just worried about young me. Kelly. No, it was me. It was me. I know. Because was. I was privately disgusted and just didn't say anything because of two things. One, he was the guy that I dated after that really horrible yeah. person. And so to me, I was like, well, he's like, <laughs> he's awful, but he's not like, that's just how it is to be in a relationship. And at least he's oh. not like the worst. Yeah, he's not the worst. And so I thought it was a huge upgrade. Um, Truly did not realize that I did not have to like just be involved with like absolute hot garbage. Yeah, but he he used to do that. He used to be like, "Well, I'm not going to wash my ass because that's gay." And I was like, "What? What? Having shit all over your body is does not have a sexual orientation." Yeah. Hey, hey, fellas, is it gay to like not be walking cholera? Oh God. Yeah, I mean, honestly, Kelly, the more I learn about this uh, college boyfriend of yours, the more I'm like, "Gotta ditch Ness boy. He's got some growing up to do." Yeah. Mm-hmm. He can do that with, or he can or can't do that without you. Like, I don't want to be involved in Nest Boy's life anymore. You don't have to be anymore. involved in yeah. that. And not to yeah. get, like, to October 2020 about it. But, like, October, but October, go October, I don't think he wears a mask, and I don't think he washes <laughs> yes. one mask yes, his mom correct. sent him. Yes, what if he, I agree. He does not. He's he an he anti-masker. Sleeps, he sleeps on a pile of, of masks? N95s. Of COVID masks? <laughs> N95s? He's yeah, the hoarding ones, these N95s? Yeah, they, the <laughs> fucking frontline workers desperately need them. But that's also like not even comfortable. N95s are like boxy as hell. Yeah, they're super stiff. Uh, I don't, there's some fucked up shit going on in this guy's psyche that I don't need to be involved in. Oh, my God. Uh, well, uh, so the email goes on, and I, I'm hesitant to keep reading because it, it opposes my personal um, philosophies. But I think you got to. <laughs> Uh, thank you. Yeah, there's a post. Suck. There's a postscript. Uh, thank you guys again. Hope you're all doing okay and staying safe. Amanda. P.S. This is un- unsolicited opinion, re labyrinth, <laughs> but I have to say it now that I'm fucking finally writing in. Fuck <laughs> Hoggle. He's treacherous <laughs> trash, and the rare instance, uh, an entity is every bit as vile on the outside as they are on the <gasps> inside. Fuck you, Amanda. Hoggle lives forever. Redemption tastes so sweet. And yes, Hoggle living forever doesn't change that he's a bad entity yeah. forever. No, he's, he I fucking mean, grows and changes before our very eyes in the movie. You know what? 
you don't just because somebody can grow and change doesn't mean I have to be there for it. Just like the man in wow, the he's he's nest boyfriend. He's nest boyfriend dog. <laughs> oh, Hoggle one hundred percent sleeps in a nest. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but he's very bird like. That's just whimsical when he does. What? It. How is he bird like? What kind of fucked up bird looks like Hoggle? <laughs> a ter a pterodactyl. Uh. Did you say pterodactyl? <laughs> he did say yeah. pterodactyl. Uh, yeah, pterodactyl. It's a it's a seventies horror movie. I'd recommend. Oh, nice. Uh, um, Colin. Yeah. Are you using this bonus October to build your puppet? Because uh, <laughs> if we come out of over a year of quarantine and there lucky. is no, yes, you're right. If we're like, here's the thing, and there is no I would puppet, forgive you. Kelly would forgive you. That's all I'll say. All right, all right. Uh, you know what? I'll take a trip to the dumpster outside my building, and I'll get some materials to finally build my hoggle puppet. God damn it. Hey, guys. Two, Two relationships. relationships. If you thought the only way to get a more defined jawline with natural-looking results was through surgery, think again. Juvederm Volux XC is a non-surgical injectable gel filler that improves moderate to severe loss of jawline definition and can help you achieve natural-looking results with little downtime. Even better, this improved definition lasts up to one year with optimal treatment. No maintenance required. Improve jawline definition for a smooth, sculpted look with Juvederm Volux XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.